0: Greetings. This is Eric Sinrod with Jonathan Armstrong. We're your uh, Dwayne Morris dynamic duo bringing you everything legal in tech uh, with your uh, most recent installment of Tech Law 10. And Jonathan, I understand you've been ruminating about some issues relating to Facebook. What can you tell us?
1: Yes, I have. And I know we talked a bit about Facebook last week. But over the weekend, I was particularly interested to see this story of the uh, teenage uh, American girl in what's called The Biggest Facebook Mistake Ever. And uh, I'd read a little bit about it. And Sean, who you'll remember, uh, Eric, helps us with these podcasts that also um, found a bit more out there on the web. So here's what we understand. Um, a, um, according to the uh, Miami Herald, there was a guy called Patrick Snay who was their headmaster at Gulliver Prep School in Miami. In 2010, the school didn't renew his contract, and Snay sued them for age discrimination. He won a settlement of $80,000, and the settlement contained what I understand is a relatively standard confidentiality clause, certainly be relatively standard here, saying that neither Snay nor the school could talk about the case. From some reports I've seen, the clause allowed him to talk with his wife, and with his counsel, but nobody else. However, um, Snay's daughter, who was at, uh, Boston College and a part-time Starbucks barrister, seemingly couldn't resist mentioning the case on Facebook, saying effectively, um, quote, Gulliver is now officially paying for my vacation to Europe this summer. Suck it, whatever that might mean. And, yeah. um... Saying that uh, that her father, who she joyfully calls Papa Snay, uh, had won um, a case against the school, and that that eighty thousand dollars would be paying for her trip to Europe. Um, the girl had twelve hundred Facebook friends, some of whom were current and former Gulliver students, and the news uh, of the Facebook post made its way back to the school lawyers, Uh, they appealed the verdict, and I understand that the 3rd District Court of Appeal um, threw out the $80,000 settlement, uh, uh, Judge Linda Ann Wells saying, Smey violated the agreement by doing exactly what he had promised not to do. His daughter then did precisely what the confidentiality agreement was designed to prevent uh, Snay had argued that he needed to share the news with his daughter because she'd suffered psychological scars, but it's unknown whether the psychological scars were from her time at the school or from her subsequent appearance in Starbucks. Um all um all we know is that um Snay is now the headmaster of a, another school in uh Florida and we don't know yet whether um whether the girl still gets her trip to Europe. I suspect her father, if he is still allowing the trip, let's just say has severely limited its itinerary. Um, So that's the unusual situation, uh, Eric, of me commenting on a U.S. case. But presumably it's it's going to be the same throughout the U.S. and, and as it would be here in Europe, I guess, if you promise only to share something with two or three named individuals and you spread it more widely, even if one of those is your own offspring, then the courts unlikely to have any sympathy, are they?
0: Well that's really true, Jonathan. You make a very good point. Um, if you know it's difficult to try to resolve cases and oftentimes uh you know companies or entities that sometimes are subject to repeat litigation uh would not be interested in settling a particular case absent confidentiality, because they don't want the world to think that somebody can file any sort of claim against them, whether meritorious or frivolous, and you can extract a pretty quick settlement. So confidentiality provisions are very important in settlement agreements. They're quite sacrosanct, because it really allows parties to come together, resolve things amongst themselves, keep it between themselves, and not have it affect potential uh, subsequent matters. Um, And if the rule were such that You know, people could settle, obtain, you know, what they want out of the uh, agreement, but then breach other provisions, like in this particular case, there was a settlement, money was paid, uh, there was a promise of confidentiality, then it was breached, there are going to be consequences because ultimately that's a breach of that particular contract. So, you know, this is uh, an issue that comes up not simply in this new Facebook context, but it, it can come up in any kind of a context. Uh, where somebody could uh you know leak the terms of the settlement agreement and you know talk to people about it, and then the word gets out it could show up you know in correspondence it could show up uh you know in emails there you know somebody could say something publicly on the radio or on television um, so it 's not unique to Facebook, but of course facebook uh presents a medium whereby uh you know information travels very quickly uh you know gone are the days where you know, information would travel at a snail's pace. So if there is a breach of a confidentiality agreement uh, in a settlement provision, uh, it, it, the uh, impact is, is felt quicker and more widely uh, than in the old days. But the principle is still the same.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh, that very insightful. And I think this uh, probably is another um, one in in which we can finish within our allotted 10 minutes, and usually, isn't it, uh, Eric? Is that, does that sound <laughs> right to you?
0: <laughs> so we're up to about 120 podcasts, and you forget my name. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <sorry. laughs>
0: I'll chalk I'll that up to the time difference. Yeah, it's nighttime your time right now. It's morning my time. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think we've covered the topic. But, you know, the, the lessons here are uh, – if you sign off on a confidentiality agreement, confidential means confidential. Uh, mm. And if you really want to obtain the benefits uh, of a settlement agreement, you have to comply with your obligations under the agreement. Uh, and, and clearly also just generally speaking, it's important uh, to be mindful of what you say in social media. It can come back up by you in a number of different ways. For example, yeah. we have in our country the First Amendment right to freedom of speech. So you can say what you want, but for example, if you say something – that is false and actually causes damage to somebody else, you're going to be on the receiving end potentially of a defamation lawsuit, seeking mm. major damages from you for having caused that harm from for speaking falsely. But that's another topic for another a podcast, but perhaps related. So uh, all that remains, as Jonathan would say, is for us to, to sign off. This is Eric Sinrod in the San Francisco office of Dwayne Morris. You can find me at EJ Synrod at DwayneMorris.com as you know. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And Jonathan, please do the honors of closing us out.
1: Yes, uh, thanks very much, Eric. I'm saying that very carefully this time. I'm uh, J. P. Armstrong at DwayneMorris.com. In my defense, with the amount of sleep I've had recently, um, all client-related, of course, I do well to remember my own name. Um, <laughs> but uh, we do look forward to hearing... Uh, you from you on this and other topics and we'll speak to you again next week we hope and uh, as eric says all that remains is to thank you for listening be well speak to you next week cheers thank you